Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. I'm excited to start a new week. I hope I can get healthy this week. I can't wait to bet college basketball this week. And I really don't want to recap the card for Sunday, but let's do it for at least what we know anyway. My handicap on the sides goes 2-1-1. One, and one. That's the highlight of my day, I guess. I cash on the Titans and the Colts. I get lucky. I push on the Eagles. And then I lose on the Browns. And that's the one I'm going to kick myself for because I ended up losing a couple prop bets on that game as well. And as of Tuesday, I was all in on Denver. I was going to bet Denver. And I normally do not allow myself to flip-flop on a game. If I'm going to flip-flop, I just pull it off the card. It, it doesn't normally work out. For whatever reason, I let it ride out this time. I kept it on the card. I paid the price, and I lost three units on that game. Not a good move by me. Home underdogs right now, two and four on the day. I still have a Chargers plus three and a half ticket pending. They're down three in the fourth quarter, so hopefully I can cash that one. Wouldn't shock me if I lose that, though, because it's been a tough week for the home underdogs. My prop bets, a disgusting day. I'm one and five right now with Bateman pending. He needs like one more catch for like five yards, and I'll cash that one. Don't know if I'll get it, though. I could have a one and six day with the prop bets. I've had a good year on prop bets, but I am really taking a step back this week. It has been ugly there on that front. First quarter unders, well, some plus money's cashed. I'm six and five and actually made money with the first quarter unders. A lot of ugly football, I felt like, on Sunday. You compare that to all the quality football we had on Saturday in college. Yeah, interest, interesting shift there anyway. But now... Let's get to the card for Monday. I do have college basketball back. I'm excited about that. But we start in the National Football League. It's the Minnesota Vikings minus the three against the Chicago Bears. So how about this? The Vikings have won five straight against the Bears for the first time since the early 90s. Yeah, crazy to see considering even when the Bears have been down in the past, they seem to be a thorn in our side. All five of the recent wins have been by six points or more. The Vikings won an ugly 19-13 game at Soldier Field back in October. The Bears had six more first downs in that game, had more total yardage since they actually held the purple to just 220 yards of total offense. And the Bears actually dominated the time of possession by over 10 minutes. It felt like a butt kicking, except on the scoreboard. This is, of course, a division rival. Second game tends to be much different than the first game. I expect the Vikings to find some success on offense at home here. The Vikings had their five-game winning streak, and last week, losing at Denver by one, the Vikings were actually favored by the same three number on the road back in October. The Bears are improving, but I don't see enough to support the three number sticking. I'm going to lay the three with the purple at home. Give me Minnesota minus the three against Chicago. Then your prop bets here. I locked in two yesterday. Joshua Dobbs under the 237.5 yards passing and Ty Chandler over the 32.5 yards rushing. So those are still on my card. I am adding a third prop bet here for Monday night. But once again, I was ice cold on Sunday. So proceed with caution. It'll be tight end for Chicago. Cole Komet over 36.5 yards receiving. He had only three targets, two catches for nine yards last time against Minnesota. Since that game, though, he's had 24 catches over the past four games, 49.75 yards per game. The weather conditions, well, they will be perfect inside U.S. Bank Stadium tonight. So I'm going to take the over 36 and a half yards receiving for Cole Komet. 
And then first quarter under, bet them all, Bears and Vikings under the 7.5 at a minus 122. Next up on the card, we finally get back to college basketball. Yeah, small slate of games on Monday, so it was a little slim pickings, but I still think I found four games that I like a little bit. So play number one, it's UC Santa Barbara, plus the two and a half at Fresno State. So I bet on the Gauchos at UTEP earlier this season, expecting Ajay Mitchell to play. He didn't, and I lost the bet. Now Mitchell is back. He scored 36 points in 43 minutes over the last two games while shooting 14 for 19 from the floor. UC Santa Barbara opened the year 0-2 without him. Computer metrics are likely undervalued still as of today for the Gauchos. Fresno State is 3-2 on the season. Best win was by 5 over New Mexico State in overtime. They lost by 10 this year at Kent State. They lost by 31 last time out against James Madison in Cancun. I do expect this one to be competitive, but I like the preseason Big West favorite to get a road win at a Mountain West school on Monday. So give me the Gauchos plus the two and a half at Fresno State. Before the season, I would have been willing to lay five on this bet. So I think I'm getting some pretty good value with UC Santa Barbara. Play number two on the card, it's St. Mary's minus the five against Utah. So seems odd to use my little school hosting the big school angle on this game since St. Mary's was a preseason top 25 team, but it does still apply. Utah is the first major conference opponent to visit since Cal did back in 2018. After an impressive win over New Mexico, the Gales shocked the basketball world, dropping three straight games to Weber State by four, San Diego State by 25, and Xavier by 17. Last time out, they got things back on track, crushing Davidson, though, by 44. The Gales had a similar three-game losing streak last year, but put it in the past to win 27. Hopefully, it's out of their system at this point again. Utah, the Utes are coming in at 3-2 and two, off back-to-back losses to a very good Houston team and then to St. John's. Craig Smith is a heck of a basketball coach, so this game does scare me, but I will take the little school hosting the big school and lay the five with the Gales of St. Mary's at home over Utah. Next up on the card, it's Northwestern minus the 11 and a half against Northern Illinois. So the Huskies were projected fifth best in the MAC coming into the season. They're off to a strong five and one start so far. Their lone loss was at Marquette losing by 22. And we know that's a really good basketball team. Northern Illinois has been an underdog winner over App State, an underdog winner at Georgia State, an underdog winner at DePaul last time out. The Huskies are shooting over 49% on the season, and they're averaging over 87 points per game. They're playing some really good basketball. Northwestern is 4-1 and on the season. They lost last time out by nine against Mississippi State. The Wildcats have failed to cover in three of their four wins this year. Year-to-date resume says to bet on Northern Illinois, but I like the extra rest for Northwestern. They haven't played in over a week. Plus, I would expect the Wildcat D to finally cool off the hot-shooting Huskies. I think this game is in that 15- to 20-point range. Can't wait to find out. So give me Northwestern, minus the 11.5, at home over Northern Illinois. Then the final game of the card for you, it's Eastern Washington, plus the 14.5 at Washington State. So it's an interesting in-state battle, only the eighth overall meeting between the two schools. Eastern Washington went into Pullman back in March and knocked the Cougars out 
of the NIT tournament. Back in 2021, Eastern Washington also pulled off the upset in Pullman. In 2020, Washington State won by only three points. So good, close, competitive games the last two, the last three times they played at Washington State. The Eagles are down from last year, but they're still projected second best in the big sky. They're off to a rocky start, just one and four on the season. Lost by 35 at Utah, lost by 11 at Old Miss, lost by 12 at Cincinnati, and lost by 25 at Stanford. Washington State is projected 10th best in the Pac-12. They're off to a 4-1 and one start. All four wins this season have been by 18 points or more. Their lone loss was by 12 against Mississippi State. Last time out, the Cougars were red hot from beyond the arc. They went 15 of 23. It might be a buy low, sell high spot. I'm expecting the Eagles to play much better against a school located just 60 miles away. So give me the 14 and a half. I'll take Eastern Washington plus the 14 and a half at Washington State. So let's go ahead and recap my card for Monday. Hopefully it's a bounce back day for me in the National Football League. I'm on my purple. The Minnesota Vikings minus the three against the Chicago Bears. Prop bets locked in. Joshua Dobbs under 237 and a half yards passing. Ty Chandler over 32 and a half yards rushing. Cole Clement over 36 and a half yards receiving. First quarter under, Bears Vikings under seven and a half at a minus 122. College basketball, I'm on UC Santa Barbara plus the two and a half at Fresno State. I'm on St. Mary's minus the five against Utah. I'm on Northwestern minus the 11 and a half against Northern Illinois. And I'm on Eastern Washington plus the 14 and a half at Washington State. So that's my card for a Monday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.